Welcome to This Wayfaring Life, where we celebrate coming fully alive to the adventure of following Jesus. I'm your host, Dawn Jackson. Each week, we lean into stories and conversations of faith and hope seasoned with just enough grit to give you traction. I'm glad you're here. Hey, my friends, jumping on here on a Saturday morning for a special edition that I did not have planned. Literally was up this morning and doing my devotions and I was in the book of Psalms and I was flipping through my pages and I came across some notes that I wrote on Psalm chapter uh, 77 and in doing so I was reading through it and the different notes and just really sensed that this was for somebody today and just sort of felt impressed Um, was it the caffeine? Is it the Holy spirit? You know what? I'm not totally sure. So I'm just going for it. But I just had this feel that somebody out there really needed to be encouraged today because you're just facing some stuff and you're wondering where is God? Um, I can't see you Lord. You're dealing with doubt and anxiety. And as I'm reading this, I just sense that to jump on and put this little special edition together, it's not going to go real long. There's not going to be a shout out. I'm literally recording this knowing I need to get into my running clothes in a few minutes and meet up with friends for a run, uh, this morning out at Benelli, but just decided, nope, let's go with this. Let's get this out there and, um, encourage some folks. Cause sometimes we were just really really need to be encouraged. And you might be sitting there wondering those questions like, Lord, where are you? And this is for you. Or maybe you know someone you want to forward this to just to encourage them here on this Saturday morning. Um, Even as I was up and I I let my dog out this morning and I could see it was almost like a fog out there today. And um, and sometimes our lives feel that way. And as wayfarers, you know, I, I play a lot off of like trail terminology and there can be times There's times when it is bright and beautiful and clear, but there are times when you are out there and you can't see, like you're in a cloud, there's fog and you're just trusting Jesus, but you're like, is there really a trail? Is it really going somewhere like to the place, Lord, where you promised me that you're going to take me and you just keep trusting the one who is the way. And that's what I want to encourage you on here today. So I'm going to read this Psalm, uh, chapter or yeah, chapter 77, it's coming out of the NIV and then we'll slip over to the message at the very end. And so this is just an opportunity for you just to sit back, to just be right, be real before the Lord, right where you're at and hear what the word of God says in this passage and let yourself feel the emotion, let yourself process all of this, just being real between you and Jesus. And I believe by the end of the Psalm, be encouraged in what he has to say to you. Psalm 77 was written by a man by the name of Asaph, who was one of the directors of music um, for, for King David. And he writes this, he says, I cried out to God for help. I cried out to God to help me. When I was in distress, I sought the Lord. At night, I stretched out untiring hands and I would not be comforted. It's almost like he's saying, God, where are you? I'm crying out to you. I'm looking for you. He goes on. He says, I remember you. I remembered you, God. And I groaned. I meditated and my spirit grew faint. You kept my eyes from closing. I was too troubled to speak. I thought about the former days, the days of long ago. I remembered my songs in the night. My heart meditated and my spirit asked, will the Lord reject forever? Will he never show his favor again? Has his unfeeling love vanished forever? Has his promise failed for all time? 
Has God forgotten to be merciful? Has he in anger withheld his compassion? What's going on here, my friends? First of all, let me just say this. The the psalmist here, Asaph, he's in touch with his emotions and he is feeling anxiety. He is distressed and he's making it clear to God that this is where he's at. And I just want to encourage you wherever you are at that it is okay to be honest with God. And when you're frustrated and when you're like, God, where are you? When you don't understand, when you're distressed, when you're anxious, it's not just okay. It's healthy to cry out to God and let him know where you're at. It's okay. In this situation, Asaph is like, he's got doubt. God, are you going to reject us forever? Are you really going to come through? Where's your, where's your unfailing love? Is it gone forever? He's being totally honest before God. And God is not intimidated with his doubt he's, or by his doubt. He's not intimidated by his anxiety. He's not angry at him or anything like that. Asaph can just be real with where he's at. And so can you too, friend. It's not healthy to stuff, to stuff the emotions. It's not healthy to live in denial. If you're at a space right now where you're just like, God, I just am not seeing you. Where are you? Have you rejected me forever? It is okay to cry out to God in the midst of that pain, in the midst of that honesty, and let your heart be known and sit before him in that space. So that's what Asaph has done. And then we get to verse 10, and he has a pivot. He has an appeal. He has an epiphany. He says this, Then I thought, to this I will appeal. The years when the Most High stretched out his right hand. In other words, where he's going now, he's, he's been in his moment where he's like, God, this is where I'm at. This is how I feel. This is the reality of my emotions, of what I'm sensing, what I'm feeling. I'm wondering where you're at. And he goes, okay, that's reality for where I am. But I'm going to shift here. And I'm going to appeal to this. I'm going to appeal to who I know you to be. And he says this in the next two verses. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. I will consider all your works and meditate on all your mighty acts. Friends, the power of remembrance is huge. This is why it's important to journal and write down as God takes you through things to keep a record of that. Because in those times when you find yourself in the pit of despair, when you find yourself in the dark night of the soul, when you find yourself in the, you know, facing the shadow of death, when you find yourself in these dark places, you can pull this out and you can begin to reflect and say, you know what, this is how I feel right now. I'm not in denial, but what I'm going to appeal to is my remembrance of who God is and what he has done and his faithfulness in my life in the past. He has a mind shift here, friends, and he chooses on what he's going to meditate on. He chooses to shift his mind and to take a look now and say, okay, who is God? Who do I know him to be? And so verses 13 to 15, your ways, God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? You are the God who performs miracles. You display your power among the peoples. With your mighty arm, you redeemed your people, the descendants of Jacob and Joseph. What does he remember here? He says, God, you're holy. You alone are holy. You are great. You are the miracle worker. You are the redeemer. Can you almost sense his faith being built back up? I hope you sense that also for your life. As you remember, wait, what has he done? 
How has he intervened both in your life and in the lives of those whom you know, in the lives of those who you read about in the scripture? Because it's the same God, the same God who was active in Asaph's life and in the different Bible characters' life. He is the same God that is active in your life. And the same level of faithfulness that they found is the same level of faithfulness that you will find. He goes on and now he describes God's power as it's revealed. He says the water, and he's still recalling, in a lot of ways he's recalling like what God did when he parted the Red Sea and the Israelites went through into the wilderness to head towards the promised land. It says this, the water saw you, God. The water saw you and writhed. The very depths were convulsed. The clouds poured down water. The heavens resounded with thunder. Your arrows flashed back and forth. Your thunder was found in the whirlwind. Your thunder was heard in the, um, I'm sorry, your thunder was heard in the whirlwind and lightning lit up the world. The earth trembled and quaked. Your path led through the sea, your way through the mighty waters, though your footprints were not seen. He's describing the parting of the Red Sea. There was a sea in front of the people of Israel as they were escaping from the Egyptians. On both sides of them were mountains. They appeared to be trapped. Just like right now, you may feel trapped, but you are serving a God who will make a way where there appears to be no way. The God who parts the sea in front of you so that you can walk through. And the Israelites did on dry ground. And you may not see God with your eyes, but his presence will show up just like it showed up for them. And this chapter closes you led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. God was faithful to his people, caring like a flock, like a shepherd. He cared and cares so deeply. When God says he's going to get you to the other side, when he says he has a promised land for you, when you feel yourself surrounded by the enemy, surrounded like there's no way out, there's no way through, he has a way. And so as the psalmist reflected, you can feel this faith getting rekindled and built back up. My friend, I don't know what you are facing. I'm not sure what the situation is. If it's a bad report from the doctor, if it's a marriage that is a mess, if your children have gone sideways, if you're just feeling depressed and discouraged with life and you don't even know what the source is, and maybe last night you didn't get much sleep, maybe you felt oppressed by the enemy, I don't know your story specifics, but what I do know is that you're not forgotten by God. And you can cry out and be honest in your situation with your anxiety. And then I just wanted to encourage you, let yourself pivot after you do that and begin to remember his faithfulness from the past. Be encouraged by what you hear out of this psalm on how the psalmist, how Asaph then reflected about how God makes a way. And trust him, friends, he is going to make a way in your circumstance as well. I want to close this here real quick by a reading of that psalm one more time. But this time, we're going to read it in the message version of the Bible. That's really descriptive. I just love how the emotion comes out. And then we'll pray. I yell out to my God. I yell with all my might. I yell at the top of my lungs. He listens. I found myself in trouble and went looking for my Lord. My life was an open wound that wouldn't heal. When friends said everything will turn out all right, I didn't believe a word they said. I remember God and shake my head. I bow my head, then wring my hands. I'm awake all night, not a wink of sleep. I can't even say what's bothering me. I go over the days one by one. I ponder the years gone by. I strum my lute all through the night, wondering how to get my life together. Will the Lord walk off and leave us for good? 
Will he never smile again? Is his love worn threadbare? Has his salvation promise burned out? Has God forgotten his manners? Has he angrily stomped off and left us? <laughs> just my luck, I said. The high God retires just the moment I need him. Once again, I'll go over what God has done. Lay out on the table the ancient wonders. I'll ponder all the things you've accomplished and give a long, loving look at your acts. Oh God, your way is holy. No God is great like God. You're the God who makes things happen. You showed everyone what you can do. You pulled your people out of the worst kind of trouble. Rescued the children of Jacob and Joseph. Ocean saw you in action, God. Saw you and trembled with fear. Deep ocean was scared to death. Clouds belched buckets of rain. Sky exploded with thunder. Your arrows flashing this way and that. From whirlwind came your thundering voice. Lightning exposed the world. Earth reeled and rocked. You strode right through ocean. Walked straight through roaring ocean. But nobody saw you come or go. Hidden in the hands of Moses and Aaron, you led your people like a flock of sheep. Lord Jesus, meet us where we're at. Here are the cries of our hearts, our anxiety, our exhaustion for lack of sleep, our eyes looking for you, listening for you. And God, we recount how you have shown up in the past, how you have been faithful. And you are the same God that did these mighty works of the same God today. And as we face this, see in front of us, you're the God that will part it, the God that will make a way, the God that leads us like a shepherd over into the promised land. We're so grateful. Lord, I pray you give rest to whoever it is that's listening to this that needs rest. Peace, God, healing, encouragement, strength for the journey. And may they just sense your presence because, God, there's nothing like that. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining me today on This Wayfaring Life. If you'd like more information on coaching with me, head over to thiswayfaringlife.net where I offer growth coaching for life, leadership, and spiritual formation. See you next time.